This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Play action fake, pass over the middle, broken up and intercepted. Tipped into the air and pulled in by Jalen Mills. He's running up the field left, and the Steelers finally get to him at about the 40-yard line. It went off the hands of rookie George Pickens, and it just flipped into the air, and it was tipped by Raekwon McMillan, the linebacker, and Mills pulled it in, and he ran out to the 40. That was an unfortunate one. That was an ugly one. That was the one where uh, Matt, I thought it was Mac Wilson was underneath, but you know what? I, I could be wrong. Uh, but the fact of the matter was tipped up. Jalen Mills caught that ball, and if I recall correctly, uh, I saw an end zone shot of uh, Mitch Trubisky uh, staring down his receiver there over the middle, and it's unfortunate. And, uh, you know, but it was something, you know, you've got to, if you're going to go to the middle of the field, Max, you've got to move people with your eyes. And if you stare down a receiver going over the middle, you're going to have some issues. Yeah, yeah, you can't, you have to, you must look off, especially when teams are playing in zone, right? I mean, you've got to get to a point where you don't, you don't, let them know you don't tip your hat to them and and that that was that was essentially what it was you tipped your you tipped your hat to them and you just allowed them to see it stare it down and yeah we got that result uh not one that i was particularly excited about um but you know it once again it it did happen and and i'm i'm upset about it because i felt like there were some other options available on that play um, well, do you get upset get, when people say, start saying he's just checking it down all the time? You know, yeah, I, I, I get, I get upset about that too because I'm like, I'm like, it's not as easy as you think it is. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's like, come on, man. I mean, you know, there, there, there's more, um, there's more gamesmanship in it than what than what you're let, letting on it for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you've got, you've got to understand that this is going to be something that's going to be tough in general. For, for anyone to do because this is what Bill Belichick does. Bill Belichick is a genius at this. And I'm like, it's not it's, it's not it's no accident. It's no accident that he does the way does it the way that he does. But you know, he figures out what player he wants to isolate and then he gets that player. And here's the thing, Wolf, if we want to break the play down, right? The motion was to George had George Pickens pre-snap Deontay was running an in route to the seams yeah it was Deontay and that he's thrown the ball yeah, to yeah. he was throwing the ball to Deontay and like you said remember when you talked about the backers did not freeze on the play action right they didn't they did not go down they did they, they took a half step forward to get into their back pedals and they made a great play and he tried to run between two guys you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying like he tried to run and split right. the route in between two guys because it was open maybe for a second but nobody else was open the only person that was open in that would have been said check down that y'all would have been pissed off about right as fans it was it was the George Pickens jet motion he was sitting wide open three yards behind the line of scrimmage that would have been the only other play in that moment everybody else was covered and in fact it was one of those things where I wouldn't have even thrown it to um, to Najee because Najee was 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 running his fake 
And he was sitting behind the line of scrimmage behind Dan Moore. And he turned around. Who else was there to throw to? Because they're in, they're in zone. They're in cover four. Right. So it, it's just it's one of those things where you, you just you, you get there. I'm sorry, cover six. It was cover six because both of the backers as well. Okay. So two safeties, two DBs, two backers, cover six. Four, six guys back. five, six. Come on. What's the Anywho, any, yeah, but there's there, you, But, Wolf, you and I know there's going to be somebody out there on social media right. that's going to watch the coaches film it. All of a sudden, because of their Pop Warner plays, they're going to know, oh, that was cover six. We said cover four. Right. Okay, anyways, it was six guys back. Um, That's when I plead my ignorance so, with the math. You know, uh, four, yeah. five, <laughs> carry but the you one. know, I, I I still have a little bit of pride, right? You know, it's the young bull running down the hill. I mean, I haven't gotten to old bull status yet, so I'm still working on it. You haven't walk, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. I haven't decided let's just walk, you know. Um, but – but I mean that—that's one of the things where I'm like, if Kenny Pickett is in there, what decision was Kenny Pickett going to make? He probably would have seen the same exact thing, or if he would have checked it down, he would have got booed. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it's just—it's—I'm it, constantly trying to reinforce the fact that I get that you want the new shiny toy out there, but also understand the circumstances under which you're asking for said new shiny toy because it can get dirty and broken really quickly. Yes, there's no doubt about it. All right, you yeah. got it. Do you have an ugly? An <laughs> besides, ugly besides me. <laughs> I'm waiting for you. To go. Yeah, my ugly is you. <laughs> you're, you're still you're still third place. You're still third place, Wolf. In Only my heart, third okay? place. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Don't worry. Once we get down the line, I, I, you, yeah. it's going to come some It'll point. It'll come this. sooner or later. <clears throat> All right. So my ugly run game. Yeah. Yep. Run games. Run game is ugly. I mean, I, the first play of the game was double, right? Yep. And I get what Najee saw. Like Zach, Zach had, had Zach had, had had the DN sold on the line of scrimmage and had 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 him hemmed up. I'm trying to think. I want to say it was. Give me a second. I'm gonna figure out his number in one minute. Well, it was Pat Frymuth that was the outside guy. No, it wasn't. It was it was Gentry. Gentry came in last. He was the Gentry. wing. Gentry was the wing. Pat was the the tight end on the end of the line. Yeah, that's Gentry what I'm talking about. He got in. bounced back. He lost. No, 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 yeah, no. He 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 had it walled on the inside. It was Gentry who lost the guy over the top once Najee bounced it. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. But the, the yeah. fire move got bounced back. I don't know why he didn't cut it back though. The cutback was there. No, no. Here's my problem. The A gap where it's supposed to go was wide open. Dotson, had, I mean, James Daniels had actually sealed it and was going to work up to the backer. And Mason and Dotson had the backside. There was a hole for him there to was. go through. Yeah. There was a hole right up the middle. That's what Stay I'm referring to as the cutback because oh. he started going to the outside. You know what I mean? And I was just wondering, what did he see? When you got an inside zone like that, I, what, what do you see? Well, it was, but it was man. It was man. It was a man it was play. More, it was double. More man. It was blocking. double or duo. Yeah, it was a man blocking play. So, so all right. You initially come wide to freeze the backer, and then you come back into the hole on that situation behind your blockers. Najee, that's where saw I thought it, he was going, and then bounced it to the outside. Okay. And I was like, he didn't give it enough time because they sealed the the first level. Both double teams on the interior were covered. And they're now working to the backer. And James was in position that as soon as that backer stepped up, he was going to get him to seal said hole. But Najee bouncing it made the linebacker run, so James is taken out of the play. 
Okay. All and right. then and then 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 the end guy on the line of scrimmage, which I believe was um, Bentley at the time. It's tough to see because it was into the sun. I couldn't tell if it was a zero or an eight. Right. I'm gonna go with eight because I don't know a number zero <laughs> on the defense. Um, so he disengages and throws Gentry to the inside, and that's who made the play on the edge of the line. So he re- so he 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 was the one that ma- that stopped it for a short game. But there was there was hay to be made up the middle. There was no question there was. I mean, if you go back and watch that, you see over and over. Now, I, I'm just trying to picture – because you were in 12 personnel then. So then you've yeah, got – Yeah, you were in 12 personnel so then with you, the wing, wing you, on the right. We got the wing on the right. All right. And then what I couldn't understand was why he decided to, to take it outside. That was just – that mystified me. Yeah, it did. It did, especially when we saw against us, right, talking about Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson. Mm-hmm. They were running between the tackles. They didn't. Yeah. They, they, they weren't breaking it to the outside. Everything was between the tackles because they knew that that where the big buffalo roam. That's where I want to be. Yeah, home, home on the range, right? Yep. Where the deer and the buffalo reign. Stay with the buffaloes. Well, that they're would gonna, be good. I mean, think about good. it. The last, the last six thirty-three that they ran sixty-five yards in nine plays. You know, they had a nine-yard run and a sixteen-yard run amongst the. The, the nine runs that they had. I mean, it's just they, – they were doing us what we want. I just – we got to be able to do to them. You know what I mean? That's the thing that just – in my mind, I, I the people are there. The running back is there. He's the horse. He can do it. Uh, and Jalen Warren had a couple good pops in there too. Um, it, it's just – it's a frustration that uh, I know that those guys got to be feeling. We have both been a part of offenses – that uh, you know have gone through their periods of time where you're not performing at the level that you are are comfortable with. You're not performing at the level you know you need to achieve to be able to be uh, you know uh, competitive in, in in the division, and and so you you keep grinding, keep going, but you know you, you've got to. I don't know. We got to see a little bit more here. Uh, the grinding's well, got to increase. Well, I think, and that accountability has to be ha- has to be brought up because. Listen, I remember the frustration I had because I went through the same thing with a, with a similar running back, um, fast Willie Parker. Right? right, Willie Willie did not run want to run between the tackles. Now, obviously, Willie's a different dimension, body type, and everything else. Najee, but Willie would always if there was a shot at bouncing it outside, Willie wanted to take it. Right, because he just felt he could outrun everybody, but. If he if and the one thing we we always tried to hammer into Willie Willie, stay with the play set us up. I was like it's going to be so much easier for you. Yeah, you got to do a little bit of a little bit slower, you know, as far as helping us out. And that's what made Le'Veon so great. Right, was that he was so patient, almost too patient, and then he just boom 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 and then burst. That's the same thing. I think Najee has to get that comfort level with his offensive line to understand that the hole is going to be there. You know, and I think it it hurts because, right, because the second he does trust it, and we saw this also early in the game, we're running inside zone to the left, Kevin Dawson gets bounced by Barmore. Oh, yeah. You you remember that one? Yeah. Where it's like he's rushing and Barmore just tosses him and is just sitting in the hole waiting for Najee as Najee's trying to go in the actual direction that he's supposed to on that play and gets hit in the backfield. So it's like it's a double-edged sword that trust ha- – to whom trust is given – Trust must be must be reciprocated, right? If I'm going to trust you, 
you need to trust me in these moments. And there's not that sense of trust or sense of sense of play from the offensive line to running back. And it just, it sucks. Cause right. Cause for every one that he, he, he might miss a hole and try and bounce it and try and win with his speed. There's the one where it's like the easiest answer is the simplest answer. And then he's like, I'm going to try it. And then he gets burned for it. And he's like, well, so much for that. Trust exercise failed. <laughs> Sometimes I worry about you, Max. <laughs> what, what, I mean, what? what? I mean, yeah, li- listen, listen. There's a lot that goes on in his head, Wolf. Okay, yeah. I mean, the fact that right, I no. can still get out words and thoughts in a cohesive <laughs> manner, but I'm always going to draw a parallel. You know, you got to have it. Because think about this. Have you ever had to do those corporate trust, like trust building exercises? You mean where you fall off a, a building or something and guys catch you or fall backwards? Not, not just fall backwards. Why, why does it have to be a building? I don't just know. On I just, feet, it came to just, mind. You know what I'm thinking? came back. That, that, that's the, where, did, did, did you, the fire department come one time and they forgot to pull out the trampoline? Is that what it is? is that what I've it always is? had trust <laughs> issues. You yeah, know, I can you tell. You know what happened when I was, when I was, let's see, I must have been. What did Ronnie do? What did yeah. Ronnie do to you? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is uh, when I was in, I was like five or six, and I used to live in Blaisdell, New York, all right? And there was a little fire hall right around the corner, and one time I got locked in the fire department i was you know the kids oh, they had the door open they were washing down the trucks and stuff and the kids yeah you come in and out and you say hi mr fireman all that stuff they didn't know i was in the back i was looking at some old uh horse-drawn fire hose thing that they used to have back in the day you know i mean back in the 1800s that they had the as, old fire barrel yeah exactly <laughs> you know and all of a sudden the door closed and i'm locked in there you talk about panic city man i was freaking out Banging away on the door until uh, there was a nice, uh, you know, back then they used to have the, the police officers be walking the beat instead of, you know, driving around all the time. And one came yeah. by, man, and got me out of there. It was like, wow. Huh? Oh, man. Yeah, okay. so I've always okay. had trust right. issues. They closed the door on me. I was in the back. I was enjoying it. I was looking at stuff. No more locked doors. Uh, no. <laughs> so, no, you don't fall uh, off a building. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay, no, no. You just fall backwards and people are going to catch you. Yeah, okay. Right? Or or there's a, or there's the or trust not. walk. <laughs> where, where, or, or not. Now, trust me, if you do it with a bunch of high schoolers, yeah, there's a lot more knots <laughs> yeah. uh, where guys just want to be funny. <laughs> you thought we were going to catch you. <laughs> no uh, doubt about but, it. But I, think, but I think, you know, it, it, it comes to that – that type of moment for this team where you have it, it's almost like a trust wall that's where you get blindfolded and, and your friends have to take you around an obstacle course right that that that's what i feel like this is more where there has to be that blind trust in a lot of situations and trusting your eyes based off of what the guys are telling you and the guys have to own up to that they have to go earn that trust because right now they've lost that trust in the first two games with their running back so the running back wants to run to the outside because, like, I'm safer there. There's less numbers there. There's less bodies to fall on top of me, and I don't have to worry about a guy, you know, falling off at the last second. I get blindsided when I walk around the corner and somebody's throw, throw, throwing, a, throwing a big weight ball in my, in my stomach, which right. is the, the guy making the tackle. So they've got to do a better job of communicating with each other and staying on blocks and not falling off blocks, keeping your feet up, uh, underneath you, right? You know, it's come out low, hard, and then you build on a trajectory to get up and into the body and then making sure you secure your hands. I think it comes back to a hands thing as well, 
where your hands have to be in the right place to where you can't get off balance. You can't stand up too tall because you become a teeter-totter. <laughs> and then you get thrown <laughs> off. That's what, that's what happened to Kevin Dodson. Came off, feet got close. Yep. Boom, Barmore just just shoved him out the way. Yep. And he was at better balance and therefore was able to make the tackle. <laughs> Simple as that. No doubt Simple about it. That. Let me give you Don't a, be a teeter-totter. Don't be a don't teeter-totter. Be a teeter-totter. <laughs> I'm going to give you another good. How about Gunner's 18-yard jet sweep? That was good. But that's yes. conver- that conversely the bad was of course the muff punt. Yes. Yes. But that's special teams. That's not offense, Wolf. That's not true, offense. But special teams People can like contribute to say- too. Well, they, they, they can as well, but we, we got a good, bad, and the ugly for special teams as well. So oh, don't do worry. We? We're going we're gonna to get to that one. So save that one. Oh, save okay. That one. So we're, I pull that stick... one back. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you got to put that one back in your pocket and save it for later. All right. So I'll stick with the good. I'm going to go with Gunner's 18-yard jet sweep. How's that? Okay. I like it. You know what? And I'm going to go good, and I'm going to go with that deep out by Chase Claypool. It was only for 11 yards, but he got past the sticks and made a great catch on the sideline before going out of bounds. Okay. And converting converting us to a first down. Because that was another thing we talked about early in the game. It was it was tough sledding to get those first downs and keep the momentum going in a drive. And I felt like that was one that was like, okay, beautiful, beautiful throw by Mitch, beautiful catch by Chase at a timely moment and to get exactly where you needed to get for the first down. Okay. All right. Well, we can yeah. move along there. You know what I mean? You got uh, yeah. we got, got more good, bad, and uglies coming up. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. We're, we, we, you know, we, we'll step aside here because we don't want to get too far in the weeds. Uh, <laughs> we're going to step aside. We're going to continue with our good, bad, and the ugly offensively. Um, but I do want to direct everybody in this direction. Subscribe to SNR's newest podcast. The Godfather of Pittsburgh Sports is talking nothing but Steelers. That's right. It's Saverin on Steelers. New episodes drop every Tuesday and Thursday. Subscribe today. Available on the Steelers mobile app, iHeartRadio app, and, of course, the podcastification centers that you also subscribe to. You are listening to In the Locker Room with Wolf Starks and the Ninjas. We'll be back in a moment. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. All right, back in the locker room here. We're continuing with our good, the bad, and the ugly Mondays. Um, It just seems a little bit uglier because we have a loss. Good, bad, and the ugly... uh, Week one wasn't as big. Wasn't as big. You kind of gloss over some glaring things, sure. Um, in a victory, in the eyes of victory, but eh, when you're staring down a loss, uh, everything gets every little thing gets bigger. Why is his left foot back instead of his right? <laughs> right? Why did he have to breathe when he should have been exhaling? You know, it's like you just you start finding little things to get annoyed about when it when it is a loss but we're trying to remain objective like you said because you have to have short-term memory loss in this situation because we're coming right back to play on thursday and this is a shortened week you you can't lick your wounds as, as long as you'd like to you you, you have to flush it it's like <laughs> x-lax you gotta take it and let it go you know what i'm saying yeah it's in there i gotta let it go gotta flush the system because you don't want to harbor onto it in fact if anything 
go ahead and store some of that hate, some of that fuel, and and take it out on them on Thursday night. Short week going to Cleveland. At least we're not on the plane flight. It's going to be a bus ride. So, but Wolf, you know, let's continue down this train. We've talked about our goods. Um, is there another good you want to throw in there, or do we, or we want to just go right to right to the bad? No, we got, I got another good. Okay. Okay, Mitch there we go. Tr- yeah, Mitch Trubisky did throw to George Pickens and got a 23-yarder. Okay. You know, I don't understand the lack of targets, I guess. This is, this is my question. And what do we got to do to be able to get this guy going like he was going in training camp, you know, like he was going in the preseason? I mean, we saw yeah. him throw uh, Mason Rudolph. We saw him throw that, that go ball down the sidelines, and we saw George Pickens with it. Absolutely gorgeous toe drag and, and touchdown catch in the corner of the end zone. There is so much more to be, you know, developed from this young man. And right now, it doesn't seem like they're giving him an opportunity, or he's not giving himself an opportunity if he's not. Let me put it this way because we don't know if he's carrying all his assignments out the way he's supposed to be. You know what I mean? Because you know, young yeah. people. You think that you can think, oh, he's out there doing the job like, you know, anybody else, but he might be running a different route or it could be like me miscounting on a punt return. And I'm kicking the daylights out of R2, but R3 was my guy. (laughs) I mean, there's there are moments like that. that You're like going, what's going on? You know, I'm I'm having a great game. I'm doing great. Do you see the film? You realize, oh, I'm on the wrong guy. (laughs) Yeah, that's not my guy. Forty-seven. Ah, I hate when that's that what happens. I, I thought it was. I thought that said forty-one. My bad. My, My bad. bad. Yeah. I but, need to go get LASIK. There you go. You got you got Mitch hooking up with George Pickens down the sidelines. You know you got that one safety high. Let it fly. Boom. Twenty-three yarder down the field. Beautiful. Right. And then it yeah. just goes away. Yeah. I mean, and, and I think that's where the toughness gets in. Right. It's. It's trying to figure out what happened, um, and I think I think my biggest thing is is that I look at where you are in the field, the coverages that are there. Because like the one I said, the one that was to Deontay, right? That that ended up getting picked off, right? The tip mm-hmm. pass, yes. Like you could have thrown to George Pickens in that one because <clears throat> he was he was on the sidelines, about two to three yards behind the line of scrimmage. But how many yards would you have made outside of making the decision to attempt to throw it to Deontay? If you, if you hit that hole, you have a guaranteed 12 to 15 yards, whereas George might have gotten back to the line of scrimmage, maybe got about three to four more yards. So maybe net, seven, net four total of seven yards for that plate, potentially. But that, once again, it's still a potential. Right. Um, that's where you say, okay, that could have been a target. But then – you get the boo birds out because he threw behind the line of scrimmage. He didn't even, he didn't even throw it uh, as a check down or a short route. It was behind the line of scrimmage. That was the only one that was open was Deontay. So I get why Mitch is going to press that a little bit more. But unfortunately, like you said, linebacker tips it, and now it looks even worse. Mitch is throwing a pick, um, uh, and, and it was a tip pass. So, so you look at those hidden times because Deontay got targeted 10 times on the game as, as it breaks down. Uh, who was it, Najee and I think Claypool both got targeted six times each um, in, in, in their opportunities. And Deontay was six of ten, six of his ten targets, obviously one of those being that interception, the tip pass. 
Uh, Najee was five of six on his uh, receptions to mm-hmm. targets. Claypool Chase was four of six on his target, you know, receptions and targets. Fryer moved four of seven. And then George Pickens, one of three. And and I'll argue that one of those was the last play of the half type of deal. Yeah. You know, where you're throwing a tough pass and he was a guy in the area. So I think he was oh, earnestly was, yeah. targeted twice. Yeah. I don't really count that third one. That was um, a hell man. So he Yeah, it, he so he so one of two. I'll give one of two targets for George Pickens. But you're right. That distribution is not great. And you just think if you have a run game, if you can get more one on ones, right? Isolation, single high situations. Uh, We nobody feared our run attack, so therefore you had a lot more zone. And I think where you really want to utilize George Pickens is in that ISO one on one situation, or a late cover help to the ISO side, right? Right. Because George had a lot of lineups where he was an ISO guy, starting twins, right? Starting, du- starting double twins and then a motion away and leaving him as the ISO guy one-on-one on the outside. But when you're running two high safeties, it's never really one-on-one. It's everybody's playing a zone in that situation. So it was an opportunity to really take that one-on-one matchup and let George work in those situations. So it, that's where I think that – and that comes back to the run game helping the pass game and the pass game helping the run game. It's symbiotic, but when one of them's not working, it makes the other one tougher to do. And I think that's where George kind of falls in line with that. He's a victim of the circumstance or the schematics because that eighth guy's not dropping in the box to allow for a single high and to determine man. And once again, there's only so many things you can do when guys are playing in zone and and, and New England was great at this, passing off in the zone because you, some of your route combinations – you didn't have to make. You don't have to make decisions when it's a single receiver on the outside. You just have to play him inside out and then possibly nudge him to the sideline. Right. So it, it makes it easier to cover those good receivers. But when you have the 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 you know when you have the run game and and you get a safety's eyes looking down, it's like ah, I was at twelve last play. I need to get down to nine. I need to get down to eight just in case I got a run fill. Now there's a play action. I've now stepped another three steps forward, and now George Pickens can get off over the top on a deep post route or a double move to the corner. Like, that's when you start getting it. But we haven't established that, and that's something that has to be hammered, has to be honed to figure out how that's going to work. Well, let's see. Let's, uh, did I just go good or did you go bad or ugly? What are we doing? Uh, that was – that was. <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember what Wait, that, that was. Exactly. All right, I got it. No, ugly. it was a good. No, no, you, no, you gave it a good. That okay. was a good. I was you a gave good. it a good. You gave All it right. a good, and then I expounded upon it, yes, and it okay. sounded like a bad in the end. <laughs> but but yeah, it was a but... good – it was – it was a good justification. <laughs> good just, I like that. Good justification. All right, we're getting off. All right, I'm yeah. going to give you an ugly. All right, in the second okay. quarter, when Mitch Trubisky was sacked at the New England 18 for minus five, remember when Jelani Tavaya, the inside linebacker, got in? Jalen Warren Oof. was in there, and Jalen Warren got lit up. Uh, I was did. I was amazed. Because we've seen this young man be able to step up and donkerate people like he did last week. I mean, you know, the ferocity in which he took on some of the linebackers that were blitzing were just 
I just think amazing. You know what I mean? Strong. He's got all the ham hocks and got the squatations down. You know what I mean? He's he's strong in his undercarriage there, and he would get under and up, and, and he almost knocked out a couple of guys on a blitz. I mean, he spun him around right in a circle there. It was – this guy has got a lot of potential. But, man, he just did not look good against this one. Jelani Tavai got the best of him on that and, and of course, sacked Mitch Trubisky on that play. Yeah, yes, he did. Yes, he did. And and it was um, it was one of the things, like, I mean, here's the thing. When you're an aggressive, tough run defense, you're, you're, you're going to have a moment where you, where, you, where you get exposed, right? And, and, and for that one, Jalen Warren, I appreciate him putting him face of the fan, but, Absolutely. you know, sometimes, sometimes the, 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 the lips get nicked by the blade <laughs> right there. <laughs> Put too much of your face in that one, and, and, uh, and he got caught that time. I mean, and, and, and that's okay. It'll happen. But at the same time, it's going to happen. You know, like you said, you're, you're going to get those type of plays on big jobs like this, right? Yeah. But he wasn't, he wasn't deterred. He didn't get, he didn't get, he didn't, he didn't shrink in the moment. No. You know, and, and he still went out there when he was, when he was told, he went out and blocked. He had some other good blocks, but that was one where it's like when the moment when it broke down, it was just a moment where. Mitch couldn't pull off a magic trick and get out of that sack. That one was dead to rights. Yeah, he got caught dead to rights. And as uh, Tunch Ilkin once said to me, and it, this is very bad Turkish, but it says, Bazanaya, Bazanaya, I think Naba. I can't remember the old thing. Sometimes you eat the bear and sometimes the bear eats you. Well, the bear ate him. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's uh, you know, and that one there. And it, you know what? Jalen will learn because, you know, you remember last week, okay, against Cincy, he lit up. Jermaine Pratt, who's a tough linebacker, the guy's 6'2", 250, came and he was bringing the house, and Jalen stepped up, and I thought it was a knockout at first. I mean, just because the way he hit him, and he got under and up and did such a great job of, of uh, you know, uh, hunker down dog sort of thing in the, right in the hole there on that pickup. And then for him to, you know, get uh, a little doinked up by Jelani Tavai, I was a little surprised because I thought Jermaine Pratt, is, is, he's a tough guy in my opinion. You know, I was just watching him play. He's a guy, he's got substance to him. Not that uh, I'm not saying Jelani doesn't, but it was a little surprising, like I said, that uh, Jalen didn't withstand the pressure of that rush. Yeah, that 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 that, that's, that was a tough one. That I'm sure, that, one I'm sure quarterbacks like Bradshaw probably said, that Wolfley kid, I'm a, I'm a little surprised he didn't sustain his ability to, to, to sustain the pressure on that one. <laughs> well, well that, and, I, and I'm sure Ben is like, Oh no, Max off a slot blitz once a year. Uh, yeah, exactly. He's he's it's just a complete like. Oh, watch out! Oh, that was my guy. You okay, Ben? All right. Don't you um, hate those watch outs? It's like yeah, yeah. It, run away! Save yourself. <laughs> you know when it's my like, worst one, as you remember, was 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 one of the first times I played Lawrence Taylor. He went by uh, me on a twist, and I just I, – I don't think I, I really saw him as much as I felt the breeze of him going oh, by. Jesus. You know, he just turned around. And the essence. You, yeah, before you could even get the lookout out, you know, you're like, he's already hit the quarterback. Hey, hey you're, just, you're just looking and just shaking your head like, oh, yeah. This, I'm uh, going to hear it. Uh, yeah, this is going to be bad. It. This is going to be bad. Yeah, he, he he's not gonna like that when he gets up. No, he's not gonna like that when he gets up. No, uh, <laughs> so he's gonna be mad. Uh, yeah, ooh, Bradshaw's gonna be mad at me. 
Yeah, exactly. He's he he's he's. You know what? You know what? Can I flip my jersey inside out real fast? <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those moments where he's just like, he's like, you know what? Hey, or so, can somebody give me some earplugs? Just put some earplugs in because I know he's going to yell at me. Yeah, this is gonna, I don't want to hear this it. I hope he doesn't demean me. <laughs> I hope he doesn't use a negative wording towards me. Yeah, I hope he doesn't demean my presence. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right, Max, we're going to step aside, okay? Because when we come back, I'm excited about this. I have one play that has got good, bad, and ugly all in one, and it finishes up at good. And we're going to share it with you when we come back right. on SNR. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. You know, the funny thing is I just saw a replay of uh, Minka's interception, and I understand why he ran out of bounds. There was nowhere to go. <laughs> yeah. there, was, there was a whole host of people over there, and uh, <laughs> at that point in time, just stepping out of bounds seemed to be the smart thing to do. The prudent choice. The prudent choice, <laughs> as they say. Yes, so I promised that uh, I would give you a good, bad, and ugly all-in-one going back to the good. And I'm going to give it to you in the first quarter. The good part, Mitch Trubisky threw to Deontay, Deontay Johnson, right, for six yards. Okay, that's good. But then he fumbles, and Jalen Mills recovers. That's bad. Ooh, bad. Okay. But even uglier was Josh Uchi. I'm sorry, he didn't recover it. He just caused the fumble. Josh Uchi picked it up and ran 38 yards for a touchdown, which the officials let go. You know, the the the, the play continue and finish, and then it was reversed by the replay official. That was good. So we got good, bad, and ugly, and back to good, all in one play. Yeah, there we go. See, I, you know what? How that, about that's that? called putting 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 a bow on it. You know. <laughs> That that was just that was just wonderful. I, 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 I I'm glad you saw it that way, and I like that. I, and I concur. I concur with you. I don't know if I had a all encompassing type of good, bad, ugly, all rolled into one uh, play for me. I think when I look at just kind of defensively, like we had those moments, but I just you know, it's one of those things where you. You look at it, you say, well, why couldn't you get Mac Jones on the ground? Yeah. Yes, quarterback hits are cool. Yes, quarterback hits are good early in a game. But eventually you have to hit home. And like you said, Alex Highsmith coming off a three-sack performance, you know, didn't make as much noise um, in the game uh, that, that as I would have liked. And that's something I was kind of, you know, you're holding out hope for, that maybe he'll get the edge, right. but he didn't. But I will say the good is – Early in the game, I liked the way they adjusted to not having TJ. Um, meaning, I liked the way that they um, schemed some different fronts. You know, we talked about this. I talked about Cam Hayward playing defensive end, being right. an edge rusher. Right. That first series, you know, well, I thought it was really good. I thought it was really good to have Cam in that type of position. I felt like he was applying pressure and really getting under. Isaiah Wynn had a tough day. Listen, yes, he, he was he he was struggling against Cam, against Malik Reed, even Alex Highsmith went over there a couple of times. Um, 
I like that versatility, but the problem was when you move a cam to the exterior, yeah. you must have someone on the interior to make up you for cam. Push. They lack the some push. push there. Yeah. Yeah, and Tyson was doing all he could, but Tyson was getting double teamed every play. Yeah. Um, and Larry, some of the plays Larry was just lined up out of position, you know, whereas we would have liked it because they started running. It, it appeared to be true nickel. So four down, you know, four down look on the front, then two linebackers on the second level. And it they, they were playing. It looked like a four two a four two under. Mm-hmm. So meaning you were loading up the backside, but the front side, there was that gap there. And guys are usually supposed to slant into that or backers supposed to step and fill to to create that gap integrity, but I felt like they were going to over and under in the four two, um, whereas I probably would have liked to have seen something a little bit more like a four two even, right? Sure. So shade that nose more so over the guard, and keep a balanced look in the in the nickel situation. Um, but but I mean, but it, it, like I said, it worked early in the game. It's just late in the game. You're tired, and that's when it becomes even bigger to get one gap over. Well, on guys who have an advantage on you. Now, some of the problems uh, to me were, were the fact that they, I think they, they could have mixed it up with a little more blitzing. They could have used a little more pressure. They could have, you know, dialed up a couple of uh, more exotica type of uh, stuff, maybe, you know, in retrospect. I'm not saying, you know, the be all end all, because you still, I still thought with the four guys we had, you know, whether it was Cam, whether it was going to be um, Malik Reed, I still thought we were going to get some decent pressure on these guys, and we were way far from getting decent pressure. I think there was uh, several times that I saw three, four, and almost five seconds uh, ticking off before Mac Jones threw the ball. You know, that's a lot yeah. of time. That's, that's, a, that's, a whole, that's a whole world of time there with you go, you know, four seconds. Get Zooks, man, that's a lot. And Mac Jones, he averages getting that ball out very Roethlisberger-like, you know, in 2.5, 2.6, 2.7. He's done that his whole career. Um, he's been one of those guys that unloads the ball very fast. So, you know, it, the, the fact is they're not going to give you much of a shot at him, you know. But I, I really yeah. thought that um, we might be able to, you know, get some quick penetration and get in his face a couple times. Alex Highsmith had a couple good rushes. Had a spin move, uh, went on the inside on an, on another move, and flushed Mac Jones out. But nobody else was there to you know be able to put the coup de gras and put him on the ground. Yeah, it was like you said. It was it was close, but no cigar, right? Right. And and it was also close is only good for hand grenades and horseshoes, not for sacks. <laughs> um, yeah, as as Billy quoted during the game broadcast yesterday. Where do you uh, think they got but, that saying, close but no cigar? Where did that come from? I wonder. I, I, I have no clue. You know what? That that could be that could be one of our research assignments for tomorrow. Might have to do that. Yeah. All yeah, right. I feel like that that's close something. But no History, cigar. Yeah. History Channel should have done something on this a long time ago, but I haven't seen it. <laughs> so, uh, but 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 I digress. I mean, when, when, but. You know, I think the ugliest moment was for offense. It has to be when just we we got stalled the first series of the game. Oh, the third down the third down play. Yeah, I mean it was just incomplete. He was trying to throw to Fryer Muth, and uh, and Duggar 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 had had a tight coverage on him. Because I felt like it was like it was a third manager. It was like third and four, 
And I felt like that's where, because we've been talking about this since the start of training camp, Wolf, what was the one thing we needed the offense to do to avenge for last year? What was that? I don't know. Fast start. Oh, dang it. Dang it all. You, got, ah. you, you you hung that one up in the air for me, and I forgot. I did. I oh, did. I, I, that was that was like an alley-oop on a, on a five-foot goal. Like, you didn't even have to jump for that one to dunk it. You know <laughs> You know why? I was trying to do some research, and I have something for you. Uh-oh. All right. Okay. Why do they say close but no cigar? It comes from traveling fairs and carnivals from the 1800s. The prizes back then were not giant-sized stuffed teddy bears, my friend. They were usually cigars or bottles of whiskey. So if you missed the prize at a carnival game, the carny folk would shout, close, but no cigar. There you go. I, just, oh. I had to know why. I just had to know why. Yeah, no, I appreciate your insatiable thirst for knowledge, <laughs> Wolf. I appreciate that. So hard-hitting. To, so I will, So so guess what? what? You get a hall pass on that one. Okay, you get a hall thanks. pass for not knowing that because you just brought us the close but no cigar history uh, <laughs> in, in great fashion. Um, thank you, Google, uh, yes, by the way. <laughs> absolutely. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, but I mean, but that, that was just – I felt like that just already put us in a mindset like not again, right? Mm-hmm. Not again. Another three and out. This is two games – First two games of the season, we've had three and outs on, on, on both of those opening series. And then you look at right after that, New England drives the field and gets, you know, and gets 13 plays, and then they get 71 yards, and they, and they get a, uh, a field goal out of their opening drive. So that's where it just it comes back to haunt you, and you just get upset about things like that. So I get it. And, Wolf, I think we're just going to go ahead and wrap for today. And <laughs> – and I think the biggest I thing think I think I did a great job researching. You did. You know, close you but no did. cigar. Come on. You Little did. props here, man. That, it, you know what? That was the good of this show today. There we go. <laughs> Wolf's research and Wolf, and Wolf, Wolf went, and got us, went and got us answers. So that was the good. The bad is we have to end uh, the show. And the ugly, well, it's still Wolf. He's in third place still <laughs> yeah, for uh, ugliest still, man in Minnesota. Third. <laughs> but. But I do want to say before we go, you know, if you're missing any of our show today, you can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcasts. Shows like The Drive in the Locker Room with us, The Steelers Blitz with Wes and Moats, Steelers Standard with Tom and Jacob, as well as many more. They're all available on the Steelers mobile app, iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. So if you missed any of this, if you still didn't hear about the cigar and close but no cigar, you can actually go download this episode and listen to it. Wolf will explain it in beautiful vocal intonations, uh, the finer points of that. But for today... I'm Max Starks. He's Craig Wolfley. You've been in the locker room. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Right back here on SNR and ESPN Radio.